Welcome everybody to Nutty Buddy Sports and on today's episode Eric and I do the stock up, stock down, stock hold on the NFC North. That's coming up right here, right now on Nutty Buddy Sports. Welcome everybody to Nutty Buddy Sports. Welcome back on today's episode we are going to talk about the NFC North. Me, me and Eric, we're going to um, do a game called Stock Up, Stock Down, Stock Hold. The rules of the game is quite simple. Each and every division that we talk about, uh, we're going to pick one team that got stock up, one team that has to have stock down, one that has stock hold, and then we get to double up, obviously, on one. So like I already mentioned, Eric is going to do that with me today with the NFC North. Eric, how's it going? Yeah, not bad. Yourself? Good, good. It's been a little bit to talk about sports. Um, Have you been watching any of the uh, NBA stuff or not really? Uh, Watching as in keeping track on Twitter, but um, I haven't really physically been watching any of the NBA stuff, so as good as one can say they get their knowledge from Twitter. So probably not then. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I've been watching it and uh, it's been interesting, but we're not here to talk about basketball. We're here to talk about football. So we're going to start with the stock up, stock down, stock hold. We're going to start with the NFC North, as we just mentioned. Are you ready to get into it, Eric? Whenever you are. Okay, let's let's go ahead and we're going to start with the Chicago Bears. So Eric, with everything they've done this offseason so we already uh let's see a couple of key additions byron pringle uh i don't know if you consider him a key addition i don't know if anyone really i would classify as a key addition they lost a couple key players um alan robinson and cleo mack uh are the two that stand out their first round pick they didn't have one they traded up for justin fields last year uh and and one of the things that they had to give up was a first round pick, but they drafted a corner Kyle Kyler Gordon in the second round um, is their highest draft pick. And um, let's just start here. Eric, what do you have for the Bears? stock up stock down or stock hold uh, stock down and very confused um, because uh, I've, I, the bears spent all that draft capital to get Justin Fields last year and they did almost nothing to help him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they let his number one receiver go, or they let go. Uh, they didn't re-sign his the offensive line player that was playing pretty good for them last year, and their offensive line wasn't great anyway, so now it's going to be probably not any better at all, and I don't see any, any more weapons for Justin Fields, so um, I, I don't unfortunately know enough about these rookies to say that they're going to be big difference makers, but the, if anything, it'd be, you know, like the big players, you know, the, the, with the cornerback, a safety and a wide receiver, the top three picks for them. And that's just two second rounds and a third round pick. I just don't see how they will do anything to compete for the division. Uh, you're going to rely a lot on a young guy to do a lot for your team. Um, and that's, and he has to do a lot by himself. The bears didn't have a lot of talent to begin with. And then they lost the two, one, two of their more talented players, if not three with Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson. And then uh, I guess the offensive guard from what I understand about him. <laughs> so like uh, 
I feel like they made a step backwards this offseason, and that's not a good sign at all. Um, it's not putting your young quarterback in a good way to succeed at all. Um, I just think uh, they can um, – they should do uh, – they should have took a different approach, but um, I mean, I can say that look in hindsight, 2020, but uh, it's just not a good sign for the bears. I think, and uh, I don't, th- I think they're going to be the worst team in the division. Yeah. So they were six and 11 last year. So by that standard, I am with you on the stock down. Um, confused is the right word as well. I think um, everything that the bears have sort of done um even with the hiring of the head coach, Matt Everflus, it's not that I think he's going to be a bad head coach. He's probably pretty good, but it's like, they didn't really work on making life easier for Justin Fields. And that should be your ultimate goal right now. Uh, because uh, although we understand like they are in the rebuilding mode again, the bears are um, you did draft your franchise quarterback last year. So your goal should be to build around him to give him success. Now we're looking at year three of his rookie contract where you might actually have, you know, because I think it'll be till next off season where they actually put stuff or start putting stuff around him to give him a chance. So I don't like that. I don't like what they did necessarily this off season to build around justice, Justin Fields. So if I'm going to say, uh, personally, I think their stock goes down because of, um, of, of that, because it doesn't set them up very nicely for the future. No. And you know, especially when you have a young quarterback, your whole job should be to make it easier on him. And I get, I, I I'm not saying a good defense doesn't make it easier on the young quarterback. Obviously it does a good defense. That way you don't have to put up as much points. I I'm, I understand that. Um, but the thing is, is that I just don't get like, they didn't do anything major on the offensive side. They needed help on the offensive line. I get it. They drafted some players, but some of those players are probably project players. Cause I mean, I get, they didn't have high draft picks, but it's still, they didn't make any huge moves in the off season to try to get any players. Um, and it, it, it just looks like a team that doesn't know its direction, which is not good for a young quarterback. Now, granted, they just signed their head coach. He's a defensive minded coach, if I remember correctly. Um, and that's, I, I never understand that logic with a young quarterback, but he, if he got a, right, the right offensive coordinator, that, that might not matter much. Um, but like, it just doesn't, I, I don't get what they want to do. I don't get what they want to accomplish. It doesn't mean that, and maybe, maybe they're relying going to rely more on fields feet uh, to make him a little bit more of a two-way quarterback and hope he can uh, put up like 17, 10 games. But like uh, that's not going to be the way to win the NFL. And that's not a good way to sustain your quarterback for a long haul. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, um, they drafted that Jones, uh, uh, I think in the third round, the wide receiver, I guess what I understand about him is he's more of a specialist, not that he can't be a, uh, wide receiver in this league, but that's just not a great way to start. You, you would hope you'd get more, um, more glowing review than just, I guess his stats did go up from last year, this year in college. So maybe it's just a system he was in. We'll find out, but yeah, I'm with you overall. So stock down for um, the Chicago bears for both of us. 
Okay, let's go to the Minnesota Vikings, Eric. The Minnesota Vikings, they finished eight and nine last year. They were just a game below 500. By the way, I'm going to be on the record of saying that I don't like that they're, it's not an even number of games. I know we'll probably get to 18, but that's just not, not great to, to, uh, to me personally. Um, the, they added Darius Smith this offseason, Harrison Phillips, and Jordan Hicks. They were the key addition. And I don't feel like they lost anyone um, that important to their team. Personally, I don't, I don't see that they did draft a, the Lewis Klein. I think he was the second best safety in the draft. They got uh, Andrew Booth, which was, you know, was just supposed to be a pretty solid corner. They needed to work on their defense. Uh, and I believe that Ingram and Ingram, I think that is supposed to be one of the better interior linemen of the draft. I'm trying to pull it off of my memory from listening to other podcasts. So if that's the case, Eric, what do you have for the Minnesota Vikings stock up, stock down or stock hold? Just real quick. Also, they added a new head coach in Kevin O'Connell, who did work with uh, Sean McVay. Jim Harbaugh and uh, other coaches and has worked with Kirk cousins before. So Eric stock up, stock down or stock hold. Um, they're, they're my stock hold team. Um, I do not. Um, uh, I don't like Kirk cousins. I think I've said that multiple times on multiple podcasts. He puts uh, I mean, in multiple times we talked about anytime we talked about the Vikings, it's one of the first things I say. So I'm 100% uh, like, never a fan but he it's not that he isn't a good regular season quarterback and he is a very good re- regular season quarterback i just don't think he does enough to get you over the edge um that will get you to a super bowl um but i do like what the team did they didn't lose any big additions i love that they added zadarius smith from the packers uh, not only did that weaken an in-division rival, you got better on your defensive line that way. Well, your pass rush, I guess, because he's outside linebacker. Um, mm-hmm. But you got better at your pass rushing, which is never a bad thing. I did like Klein, assign Lewis the safety. Um, I didn't think, I mean, he's a safety in the end, but I feel like he'll do just fine replacing, like they lost Xavier Woods. I feel like he'll just fine slipping in that spot. Um I do like that they tried to help offense line and they still got a solid team. I mean, they have talent. It just that I don't like Kirk cousins. He, his record, I believe is like 39, 39 and not 39, sorry, 89, 89 or something like that. And two um, it's like perfect me- mediocrity. His record is. And I just don't, I, I just don't like that with him. And it's just, but if I believe they should be a okay team, which is what they were last year. So um, it, it, they still got a lot of talent, but I don't see a huge improvement. And that's mainly because um, Kirk cousins is still at the helmet quarterback. Yeah. So I, I actually have, uh, we're a little disagreement here. I have them a little bit stock up. And the only reason why I think I'm thinking that getting Mike Zimmer out of the room might help that team that his voice was probably growing stale in that locker room. He didn't like Kirk cousins and I'm not saying he shouldn't should like him. I kind of feel the same with you as far as same as you, as far as like Kirk cousins can probably only take you so far, right? He can probably only take you maybe to the playoffs, but uh, 
everybody would agree that not just Kirk Cousins, but this entire team has uh, underachieved. And there's a reason why that is. And I think it was came down to that Mike Zimmer's coaching. It grew a little bit stale. His voice um, grew stale. And it will make a huge difference if Kevin O'Connell believes in Kirk Cousins. Uh, it will make a difference in that locker room versus having a coach that doesn't believe. And I'm with you. I like the defensive additions through the draft and free agency that they made because their offense is other than their offensive line, which they need, you know, obviously need to, they got a couple of offensive linemen in draft and um, that, that could help. But other than the offensive line, they really, their offense with cook Thielen and um, Jefferson, they're going to be good. And I think they can elevate Kirk cousins to a, a position where they could be competing for the playoffs this year. So I'm going to, I'm going to say stock up from them. I feel better about them this year than I did last year. So to recap, Eric, you have it stock hold. Yep. I have stock up. And I do get what you're saying about the coach, because I mean, uh, Mike Zimmer wasn't doing much, but I, I just, I always get a little nervous about uh, first year head coaches thinking that they're going to make the team better immediately there's usually a year that it takes for the team to get um uh get a little and, and it will probably happen maybe if he's a really good coach it could happen sooner than later we've seen first year head coach have really great impact on teams but we've also seen where they had they it looks like the team's be doing better but still not putting up wins and then it doesn't come together until the second year um I do like the direction the Vikings are going uh, outside of their quarterback, but honestly, you know, if you uh, next year, if they continue like the trend of getting better, even if Kirk cousins is a quarterback, I, I would probably be like next year, I'd have more hope for their stock going up. I just think new voice, everyone has to learn a new system, uh, both sides. And it just, it, it's going to be a little bit, um, I'm not saying that they can't do it, but I just think it's going to, uh, that they're going to have a similar year to last year um, mainly, but maybe you'll see some improvement, but I just, I just don't like Kirk cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily, yeah, I guess the only saving grace to that, because that's a good point about the coach change. It takes a little bit. Kirk cousins knows that system because he's played in it before. So at least you have that going for you, but you're, you're right because the rest of the players kind of have to learn the system now too. So, um, okay. Okay, you wanna let's let's move on to the Green Bay Packers. So the Green Bay Packers in free agency, they lost Zaire Smith. We talked about him going to Minnesota. They lost um, what's his name there, uh, Devonte Adams. They lost uh, MVS, which I don't think is that big of a loss, but some Packer fans do. Uh, the free uh, in in the draft, they drafted Walker and uh, Devonte Wyatt. And Christian Watson, Watts, Watson, who was the wide receiver uh, that they got, and then Romeo da Dobbs, Dobbs is the other wide receiver they drafted as well to replace the two wide receivers they lost. So Eric, uh, last year they went thirteen and four. So what do you got? Stock up, stock down, or stock hold for the Green Bay Packers? Um, stock down, but not by much. Mm. Um. It's not that I don't think Green Bay is still going to be a playoff team. I believe they will be. I do believe that they'll probably win the division. It's just that I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. 
Um, you can't replace Devontae Adams with a rookie wide receiver. I don't know uh, any Packer fan I talk we talk to. I'm sure you do too up here in Packer Nation and uh, near Green Bay. <laughs> Uh, all of a sudden think, oh, Devante isn't that good. No, he is that good. You, you're, you're wrong on that, bud. Um, it's not just Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. Um, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers won't make these other receivers better. Um, they will be, but you can't replace Devante Adams and with just a rookie wide receiver and the bunch of no names that they have that I don't think in their career totaled a thousand yards besides, of course they have Sammy Watkins, but I don't think Sammy Watkins is all that. Um, I don't think he's all that amazing. Um, but in the end, I don't dislike what they did. Um, I, I don't get their logic as another organization. I'm very confused on their choice. If they're going to, they re-signed Aaron Rodgers. I actually think that was a good choice, even though he's a bit of a diva for a quarterback. Um, but you, you can't replace a top five quarterback. But the thing I'm so confused about is what the heck are they doing with Jordan Love? Um, he is a gigantic waste of a first round draft pick. Um, and I believe they traded up for him, too, if I if memory serves me correct. So not only is it a waste of whatever they, you know, a first round pack draft pick, they traded up to get this guy. Um, but. I still think they're the best team in the division. I just don't get, I, I just don't think they improved at all. I just think they, um, uh, they, they lost talent and they're just, um, I just think that they, they ain't going to be as big of a threat in the NFC as they used to be granted. The NFC isn't that big of a threat in general. They don't have that many top tier teams anymore, but in my opinion, but it's still, I just don't think green Bay is going in the right direction at this moment in time yeah I sort of agree I have them as a stock hold I I'm with you I feel like their defense got better and their offense got worse so like could I see them finish 13 and 4 because they have Aaron Rodgers yes could I see them uh, getting eliminated in the first round of the playoffs? Yes. And that's where they finished, right, this last year. They play, well, I think it was the second round, though. They played the night, uh, 49ers. They, they, get, they had the, the bye. Um, but it, it goes back to, like, okay, if you would actually still have Devontae Adams right now and you would have had that draft and you just take away the 22nd pick overall, that that linebacker out of Georgia, I would love their team way more because they got that second pass catcher. Uh, I understand that Packer fans are like, see, we drafted a wide receiver in the first two rounds. It's like, yeah, it took you like six years to do so. It's like, and then you got rid of your best wide receiver. So you're not, you're not, complimenting Devonte Adams anymore. How do we know that Watson is going to be good enough to be a number one receiver right away? Well, we got Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins works out for about three weeks in the end. You know, he has three big games and that's it every year. So I don't know. I think I have a stock hold on them just for that fact is that basically I feel like their defense did get better, but their offense got um, worse. And I think in the playoffs, it will show again because they won't be able to move the ball. Um, and you're right, Jordan Love, which everybody was saying at the time, too, that wasn't except those who are defending that pick for some reason, some Packer fans. Um, Jordan Love was a waste of pick. And I think he'll end up either being traded or whatever. But, yeah, he, he ended up being a waste of pick. 
I mean, and you know what's sad is like, uh, you know, uh, they're like, well, they could trade him for a draft pick. Yeah, what you're going to get, unless he lights it up in preseason, the best you're going to get is probably a third-round draft pick. Yeah. And most maybe second, maybe second if a team takes a shot at him. Um, but you're still – you wasted a first round and whatever the trade to move up to get them was. I don't remember the exact details. I, uh, but they, they traded to move up to get him. So they lost whatever they traded plus the first round pick. And it's like, and he's not going to start. I don't think you're going to see him outside of preseason or freak injury to Aaron Rodgers. I don't think you're going to see him play a regular season game for green Bay. Why, why would he stay around? Why would he want to stay around? I know that he doesn't have a choice for a couple of years, but you're wasting you. And then you have a player on the bench for that was a first round pick for that long. That's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, I, I just don't get what green Bay wants to do um, with that. And I just, I, I love that they drafted a receiver, but I also hate that Adams left. I feel like it was, you know, a little too late. You, you, you're trying to now they now they still have a hole to me at the number one receiver and they got a b- bunch of number two to three receivers. Maybe Christian Watson is su- going to surprise me, but he's not going to be Devonte Adams. So correct. And it kind of reminds me of that year when the Lions traded Darius Slay away. And then when their first round pick, they drafted Jeff Okuda to basically like replace him i don't know if you remember that but basically it was like they made a hole just to fill it and you will be so fortunate if jeff okuda becomes even 80 percent of darius slay like that's the way the nfl works so here's the thing i get that packer fans are excited about um christian watson but you will be very fortunate if that guy's like 70 percent of Devonte adams like you're, you're, you're going to be, you're going to be fortunate if that happens. Now I will, I do want to say the off season isn't over. If they went out and got like Jarvis Landry or Will Fuller or Odell Beckham, it could change things. Um, especially if Watson hits, right. Because then you're, you're, you're going to have another guy you can throw to. And then like, like we mentioned, you'll have those three games of Sammy Watkins that uh, will work out. But right now it's just, it's, it's to me, a it's a hold on stock for me and for you, it's a uh, stock down a little bit. Yeah, stock down. Okay. I don't think they're going to be the number one seed. So I, I agree with that. They were the number one seed last year, huh? Well, they had the buy. Yeah, they did. I'm pretty sure they did anyway. That's the only, that's the only uh, team with the buy. And I'm pretty confident because they only played one game, but I don't believe it was in the wild card. So yeah, you're Look at us right. being smart about football here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Bringing you all the knowledge. Okay, let's move on to the Detroit Lions. So last year they finished 13, I believe. Let's see here. I just want to double check, make sure I'm right here. 13. Oh, that's right. 3, 13, and 1. So they had that tie. I forgot about that. Um, free agency, they added DJ Charks. I think that was the best free agent kind of as a flyer and then they lost Trey Flowers which is not a big loss because if anybody has watched the Lions Trey Flowers is wasn't worth the contract he was getting um in the draft they added aided Hutchinson Jamison Williams with the 12th pick and then Joshua Pascal another defensive lineman who I guess has a lot of upside is what I heard a lot of people really like that pick so anyway um Right now, what do you have for the Lions? Stock up, stock down, or stock hold? 
I guess um, it's a stock up um, and a little sad for me, but that's a different reason. Um, I love what the Lions did in the draft. I love what they did in the offseason. Um, I think they're going to be better. Um, I hate Jared Goff. Um, <laughs> um, I actually like Jameson Williams, uh, that pick as a for the receiver, because it sounds like he might be even ready by camp, which that really surprised me. Um, and I love that Hutchinson fell. To, well, not fell, the second overall pick. That's a fall. <laughs> but I love that they grabbed Hutchinson. Um, and I love that they improved their defensive line. Remember, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you do, but when me and you were talking about uh, our draft strategy, it was like you build from the line, you know, the lines. Um, and we didn't have them grab uh, Jamison Williams, granted, but we did have them grab Hutchinson. And then they grabbed Joshua Pascal, which is a, you know, from everything I've read is a pretty solid defense, you know, should be a pretty good deep interior lineman. And to just like, okay, you're doing exactly what you need to do. They had decent cornerbacks. Now they're adding rushers and now they're adding a true number one receiver who's supposed to be, was supposed to be a very, I think before his injury, it was supposed to be like a top five pick. If I remember correctly, a top seven pick, he was supposed to be really talented and then I hear he's going to be ready by camp. And so the concern of him not being ready for the regular season is kind of, sounds like it's going away. And it's like, that they made a lot of improvement. The issue is their improvement was made everywhere, but at the quarterback position. And there was no, to me, there's no, I don't think there's a future with golf at quarterback. And I look behind golf and I don't see anyone with a future at quarterback there. So my concern is that the stock went up. They're going to do better. But I just I'm worried about the future with them because I don't think golf is the answer at quarterback. And if he I mean, maybe he'll surprise me, but I highly doubt it. I love what the coaching staff is in Detroit. I just don't. I I love what they did outside of the QB. So it's a stock up. But to me, it's a little sad just because I would have loved for I would love them, them to change their QB with a million others. Well, not a million others, obviously, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I feel like the, 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 you know, it's funny because here on uh, NFL.com, they have the grade for the lions draft, like an a minus. And I feel like if they would have in the third round drafted like Malik Willis, um, they might've been a plus because, Hey, you have somebody I I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth though. I'm going to say also, if you don't trust that he's going to be your guy, like don't draft them. Like there is that part of it too. I do think though, there's sort of a risk reward factor where at some point you gotta be like, well, let's just take the opportunity to right. Like there, there's that part of it. Um, you're, you're right. I feel like their offense and defensive line is pretty set. They look, they're going to be because uh, Romeo Acora, right. I believe that's their edge rusher that got injured last year uh, at, at the beginning of the season. So he's going to be healthy. And then you're adding Hutchinson Williams, you're right that everything I read, he'll be ready in camp. And you're also right in the fact that he was supposed to be the best wide receiver until he got injured. So he would have been the first receiver off the board. I think no, no problem if he didn't get injured, but he did get injured. The Lions grabbed him. And I think you're right with the stock up. I'm with you there. They're, they're kind of almost too good not to win more than three games next year. So um, the, the roster is built real nice around Jared Goff. So he, you know, he'll win six games probably. Um, what you kind of have to hope if you're the lions 
fan is that whoever gets a top three pick next year, um, let's say if it's the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Chicago Bears and, you know, another team that kind of has a young quarterback already that you have two first round picks next year. And if you have a top 10 pick and the, let's say 30th pick, maybe in, in a future first round pick, if you trade those three, you might be able to move up into the top three to get a quarterback. So that's, that's where the silver lining is, but I am with you. I wish they would have went a little bit in on quarterback just to get somebody that, you know, like a Malik Willis. But with that being said, I thought their off season overall was really, really solid. I like the receiving core a lot now. And uh, it, it means that they're probably going to be uh, good enough to finish third or even second in this division. I think they're going to be a really good bad team or bad good team if that makes sense there's like those teams that like just win games the good bad team or the bad good team they're gonna surprise people this year with the amount of wins they have yeah and i mean if they got uh i I love i love what the lions are doing i thought they were i mean sadly in this draft it was not a quarterback i don't think that's really was worth taking um but um, I, I, they were in a perfect position in this draft to draft a quarterback, but there just wasn't one that they must have liked um, at any availability. I would have loved for them to take Malik Willis in the third round um, just because I, I feel like we know um, uh, we feel like, I feel like we know um, what Jared Goff is. And I'm not saying Goff is a terrible quarterback. It just, you just I view hate him, him as a slightly worse Kirk Cousins. So, and I don't like Kirk Cousins. Again, it's not that these guys are bad quarterbacks. I, I want people to know that. I don't think they're terrible quarterbacks. It's just that I just don't think that they're the ones that are going to get you to the Super Bowl. Um, now, granted, there is a lot of talent on Detroit now. And if they can get, um, it, it, you know, maybe they'll surprise me. But like, I just, I don't want them playing themselves out of a top 10 pick because that's the only way they can move to like maybe the second spot in the draft or uh, maybe, maybe the first, I get it. They have draft capital, but there's a lot of other teams with a lot of draft capital because teams are, I feel like teams are wising up and realizing when they have a shot at getting a Super Bowl, they're trading their draft capital for players and to make big moves now so i feel like there's a lot of teams with draft capital but and then there's a lot of teams that don't but the ones that don't are competing for super bowls and then they're going to have problems in like five years but they're trying to hit that window so i feel like there's other teams that's going to have draft capital that um might get their answer at the quarterback position that like um that they might realize they don't like who they have at quarterback and then they like okay well i have two better picks than the lions and the lions are being like, well, I could try. So it's like, what are you willing to give up? Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. It's interesting though. I noticed too, like with the quarterbacks that have uh, the teams that have quarterbacks on rookie contracts, they're more willing to make big moves because it's like, that's the best time to do it when you're paying your quarterback, like 15 million a year instead of 40 million a year. You know what I'm saying? Because once that contract comes up, that's harder to do. I, I, it's been one of my biggest criticism of the green Bay Packers is not trading more capital for actual draft capital for actual players, you know, are good. Um, It's, you know, but with the lions, it'll be interesting to see next year what they're willing to trade. If anything, to move up in the draft, because I was just looking at this. So the, uh, 
commanders and the Seahawks both had seven wins. The, and I think they both picked, I think the Seahawks were the 10th pick overall. So if they can like win seven games, they'll probably pick somewhere between the nine and 13 range. You have, that's a high enough Jack uh, uh, draft pick where you could couple that with a couple other draft picks to move up into like pick number two or whatever for whatever quarterback could be big next year. And that would be like a dream scenario for like Jacksonville if they, because I mean, I'm not predicting the schedule or anything like that. um, But like, if they, they they have their answer at quarterback. They need answer at every other position. So um, a team like that would want that uh, where even if it's adding mid-round picks, but like, you know, I, I, some people may look at me like I'm drunk, but uh, if I, I were the Lions and uh, I would often offer, offer my whole draft draft board for to move up to the number two or one overall pick next year to get that quarterback because I just don't think they need a ton. And I, 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 they do need some more help. And I get that you, you don't want to do that, but if you can get that quarterback, if you really don't believe in golf and maybe they believe in golf and I'm just seeing some, they're seeing different stuff than I am, but, um, and that's fine. Cause they get paid to do this. I just, I, I sit at home on a couch or chair currently. Um, but, um, and, uh, the, it's just one of those things where it's like, I just, I would love for them to make a, get a quarterback, but I just don't uh, like, I, I'm just scared that they're going to be too good to put themselves in the, I, I feel like you need to still be in the top 10 in order to trade to like the number two of all pick without giving up everything that you can or giving out uh, an insane amount of stuff. And yeah. that's just my opinion. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see and see, you know, wait and see what happens. Uh, but yeah, but we both have them this year stock up, so we'll see how it goes. I think they're moving in the right direction. Um, they have a lot of, um, uh, hope moving forward. It looks like they've righted the ship. The other thing just remember too, like if there's a disgruntled quarterback that could also pave the way for those picks to be, um, good enough to claim a disgruntled quarterback like Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray or something like that. So um, there are, there's always that opportunity as well. Okay. So just to recap, uh, I had the lions and the Vikings stock up stock hold on the green Bay Packers and stock down on the bears. Eric, what did you have again? I had um, stock hold on the Vikings stock down on the um Packers and Bears and stock up on the Lions. Excellent. Thank you. So we'll also just so you guys know, this is just like a too early like thing, you know, to keep NFL going in the offseason. We'll obviously also have in the near future towards uh, the season when it starts, we'll have like where we break down every team a little bit more in depth and our favorite moves and stuff like that and our predictions for next season as well. But that's all I got for today, Eric. Anything else? No, that's all I have. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you, Eric, for joining me. Thanks everybody for listening. Look out for our next podcast. It's going to be on the AFC North, we're going to do stock up, stock down, stock hold the same way we did this one. And uh, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at nuttybuddy underscore sports. And also follow my YouTube channel, nuttybuddy sports. I'll show clips of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed and we will talk to you guys soon.